Jake, are you going to stand the whole podcast? Yeah, probably. That's mm. weird. Welcome back, everybody. Jake is standing during the podcast because he showed up 15 minutes late. And now we have Nine. to split up the podcast into different segments because, Tyler, I got to go. We had a hard out today. Jake knew you even you even set up the podcast last night. I did. Yeah, I did. And none of it matters because you were late. Yep, I know. So, nine minutes late, by the way, Jake, for the record, Ryan. No, it was not nine minutes late. It was nine forty. It was eight forty-three when you got here. We said eight thirty. Thirteen minutes late. That. Um, That's still closer to fifteen than nine. Okay, before we move on, we need to unpack this a little bit more. Um, Jake, whenever we ask where you are, you always say you're on your way, which you aren't. No, dude, he's just chilling. It's the classic. It's the same thing as like your buddy showing up late for a tea time. He's like, your buddy's at the tea box. Like, hey, where are you at, dude? It's like, mom, I'm rolling into the parking lot. No, you're not. You're probably just getting out of the shower, <laughs> maybe putting your golf clubs into your truck. Here come the excuses. 8.33 a.m. I just pulled up the receipts, Ryan. Where are you? On my way in, I was sitting at the light off of 45th and 19th. Tell people your address, too, so they can come wake you up. Yeah, that's for, fine. 45th and 19th. That's still eight minutes away. And I showed up eight minutes later. <laughs> Yeah, so thir- you said nine minutes is 13 minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah. To be completely But exact. I was on my way. I'm defending but myself. you were showering at 830. No, because I didn't shower this morning. Jake, the appropriate thing to do right now is don't quit giving it <laughs> yeah, back to, Jake, to Ryan. Just say, yeah, I'm sorry. I am sorry. I do apologize. So we're off to a hot start. They fight that the wrong way. I'll call the clubhouse. We'll book another 18 for tomorrow. Okay, yeah, they cheated on that. They fucked their balls. No better time for the breakfast ball than now. <laughs> of course, Tyler and I showed up on time. And Tyler, there was there was one other person yes. that showed up on time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Can we uh, now? Hold on. He was here 10 minutes early. And I about shit my fucking pants because none of us are ever 10 minutes early. And we have a guy on to the podcast today for the first time ever. Tyler, I mean... Naturally, your first day on the job, you're going to show up early. Yeah. Well, if how many. D- OK, so how many times does it take at a new job to start showing up at the appropriate time? I was actually talking to him about this this morning. It took me a year and a half because I was so in my ways of being early to everything. And then I spent so much time with Jake and Miles. I stopped coming early and I just show up on time now. On time or five minutes late. Five yeah. minutes late is actually 15 minutes early in this company. <laughs> yeah, no and shit. I think you get to figure that out really quick. However, don't take that to heart. Why not? Oh, hey, there he is. New mystery voice. His name Unpack is Trevor. it, Tyler. What's the fuck's up, Trevor. This is Trevor. How's it going, guys? I can't give him like, <laughs> I can't give him like a long introduction because it's not like we have Grant Horvat on. This is just Trevor, our friend from Sweet Shots. Okay, so funny story about Trevor. Trevor was actually like one of the first people to recognize us on the course. Yeah, that ever. Like the breakfast ball guys instead of Ryan and Tyler, you know, golfing in Fargo. Um, got a photo with us. Trev, appreciate that, man. That actually, we loved. We were fucking kind of stoked. We were pumped. Um, I probably shot like two under the rest of the round. I think we we're only I like, was like four three. under probably. So we were stoked. And uh, then we come to figure out that it was you, Trevor. Now Trevor works at Sweet Shots, where we shoot a lot of content and we hang out a lot. And um, you're always up for a good shit talk session. Mm -hmm. You guys are always there. So the thing about (laughs) us going to Sweet Shots is that he doesn't get any work done. Ever. You just come and hang out with us at the Bay. I literally asked your boss, like, hey, do you think Trevor has time to come on the podcast? And he's like, yeah, Trevor doesn't do anything. He can come on the podcast whenever you want. I'm there to talk to the customers and you guys are, you know, guests there. So I'm there helping you guys out. Your guest services. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. I that's didn't know that. Part I thought you had like a it real job. part of my job as guest uh, services that's to not, see I, you guys are. Not no, that that's it's fair. not a real job. Yeah. I just thought like you were supposed to be doing something else, but instead you were just talking shit to us. Well, I am, but kind of. Yeah. Guest services. You're supposed to like do services for us, like get us stuff. And instead you just <laughs> yeah, talk shit. That's not a service. It, what That's he's, a what he's, get, your what he's getting, what he's getting for us is he's getting us riled up. Yeah, it to works. Start talking smack, and um, but it's always a good time. We always appreciate it. So sometimes I just have to turn around and walk away if I like am hitting or something. But I mean, that's just that's me being <laughs> yep. an elite level conversation ender. 
is I just had I just walk away. You Irish could buy a conversation. <laughs> Correct. And I, I don't think there's anyone out there that's better than me at it. I don't know. Tyler's pretty damn good at the Irish goodbye. No, I don't do no, mid conversation. If someone's talking to me, I will listen, unfortunately. True. I'll listen until listening doesn't need to be done anymore. Yep. And then you're gone. Uh one thing I learned about Trevor this morning, like with all this shit talking, he does to us, right? He talks to us like he's good at golf. Well, I'm not a, a He's I'm not, not good. I'm not. He's scratch, not good. <laughs> but I'm not no duff out there. I can still hit a ball and still go play around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He I got talks you. to us like he is an eight handicap, right? At least. And I respect the shit out of that. He's confidence, never broken ninety either. Really? No, I have not. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> so, Trevor, welcome to the podcast. Thanks we now you, have two people. Three. Okay. Jake's never broken 90. We have three people in the room of not breaking 90. I feel like that's, I'll speak for all of you, that's probably the goal, right? Is to break 90. No, this goal is scratch. There's no uh, break 90. Oh my God. Dude. Why set low Get the expectations? Fuck here. No, you have to set good goals. Be a scratch golfer. I get it. Scratch golf is number five on your goals list, but you yeah. have to accomplish number one before you get to number five. It's like micro goals within the macro goal. You can't just be a, 90, a 97 golfer and then break scratch the next weekend. Break scratch. You also have, you have to have eight rounds mm-hmm. that are probably like dude. I seventy twos. We got a DM that <laughs> I don't even want to hear that we're doing the handicap system wrong. I we don't thought even... we had getting your handicap right. We're so wrong. We that, that's, that's part of it, but there's like eight more steps. Well, okay. I mean, I get there's a formula to find the handicap of. I, a course for somebody with you know, let's just say an well, it's just eight. like you know but, we, it's the same twenty rounds like that we were right on the twenty rounds your best eight you average them but you're also supposed to take in like the course rating the weather conditions and add it into a fucking equation so I think Ryan for so what, our sakes and our sanity we just never actually figure it out accurately well no the way we're doing it now is fine yeah I'm with you but we'll never I don't ever want to know my official one because I don't want to do the math um yeah. I'll guess for the rest of my life. Rules are meant to be broken, and yep. this is one that we will break. We have, I mean, the system we have in place, though, is working. Oh, yeah. Everything's even. Rounds are tight. Um, why stray away from something that's not broken? Right. And I think I think the simulator league, to talk to about the breaking 90. Yep. Your boy broke 90, but on the simulator. I'm not counting it. But it's a step in the right direction. It is, yeah. Be- mm-hmm. Because now you see the, the number eight. Mm-hmm. As the first number. And I didn't That's play huge. that good. I mean, obviously, with eight foot gimmies, it's pretty nice. I'm sure I would have. I mean, got, you'd have made half those putts, though. I did actually make a lot of putts. Don't lie to him, Heck Brian. Yeah. He's missing go, all those no, putts. I'm, I'm you can trying, go I'm and look. I'm good at putting. That's the only thing I'm good at. I will say, Tyler. I'm pumping his tires right now. You have to for good confidence in breaking 90. So what did you beat it by? Uh, just 89? No, I shot 87. Fuck yeah, Tyler. Yep. Let's fucking go. Yep. That, got a picture to prove it. Got a, I have an attested scorecard. First time you ever broke 90 on the sim? Yep. That's and, like, and you, you didn't know even so, shoot an 89. You, you, know you said fuck you to 90. You want to know what's fucked up? What? That was my first 18 ever on the sim. No Wait, shit. Full 18? Every time I try to play 18 on this simulator, it gets interrupted somehow. Um, I did play... No, I, I played a pitch and putt 18, that, but that, that doesn't, doesn't count. count. That doesn't count. I did play 18 at um, our course, uh, our backdrop for the podcast last week, Ames, Iowa Country Club. Mm-hmm. I played it with just a seven iron. I played 18 holes in about 17 minutes. Jesus. Just a seven, just same shot over and over. Same shot over and over. Putting, That's chipping, fun. everything. Um, the flop shots with the seven were were... On another level. Open the club face, let her fly, baby. Yeah. So seven. If you got seventeen minutes, pick a club, play eighteen. It's it's actually a kind of a fun time. Okay, I'm in. Uh, and then also on the handicap note, the thing we are working, we are doing for league is working because it is extremely even. Because I think we do need to do a weekly update, right, on how our how our rounds went. Well, yeah, I actually we I wanted to get into the not the <laughs> yeah, strangest th- golf courses no, in the world. No, I no. think we got to do an update because we do a, a weekly league update every week. I would like everyone to know that your boy is currently in first place, three and yeah, 0. three and zero. 
Three and oh. Tied uh, with me as well. Yeah, but I'm beating you with the tiebreaker, which is overall score. That is true. Throughout the weeks. Uh, so Jake is in second place, which puts Ryan where? Third place. Oh, no, Ryan. Oh, no. Ryan, I was rooting for you. No, I wasn't. I, I wanted you to. <laughs> Ryan and Jake played head to head last week. It was Ryan and Miles versus Jake and Noah, and they tied. So our. First, well, first off, I don't need anyone in my corner. I don't need anyone cheering. Good, because nobody you. was. You just said you were. I was. I just said I was lying because I thought it'd be way more electric for Jake to win on this podcast, and it is. It, yeah, it really is. So their tie, both teams one under, and they elect to go into a playoff. And you and Miles, you knew you had the perfect strategy. There we was, didn't. You we didn't you have the did. perfect strategy. And you did, but because then, we came up with a perfect strategy after it was done. Well, you guys had a good strategy before they got here to do the playoff. Correct. And you you were offline by like 10 yards. If you didn't go just 10 yards left, you beat them easily. But then you got stuck behind some trees and you got stuck in the woods. The whole office was watching. And I want to know how you feel. Well, can I just break it down for you real quick? Sure. Go ahead. Okay, so it's Coeur d'Alene number 10. Um, it is a... It's a dogleg left, but the dogleg doesn't start till about 270, 280 down, mm -hmm. uh, down the middle of the fairway. So if you hit a straight drive, great. You might have to cut the corner a little bit, but your miss is going to be right. Now, my, I went three wood off the tee. My miss was left, mm -hmm. but my miss was in the other fairway. Mm -hmm. Now, Miles does not have great loft angle on his irons. Correct. So for him to... Oh, uh, it's alternating shot for those. Yeah, 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 al yeah, yeah, alternating shot. So he had the next shot regardless. We're like, all right, who's going to take the tee shot? I'm going to take it. I missed left, snap hooked one into the other fairway. Um, we had about, I don't know, a buck 70 into the pin with trees in front of us, probably 50 yards. Mm -hmm. Now, his loft angle is not as good as mine. So he went straight into the trees. We, it took us two punch shots to get out. Mm -hmm. um, another duff. Yeah, it... it, it the wheels absolutely fell off. Yeah. And Jake um, and Noah got two stroke bump and you guys got a one stroke bump. So yeah. they were, they were stroke up on you. They regardless. were net one stroke ahead of us. Yep. Yeah. The round. Um, the correct strategy would have been miles takes the tee shot. And even if he does miss left in the other fairway, if that's you me taking that trees. shot, I get over the trees with my irons. Well, I think you guys should adjust five ironed off the tee. Yeah. Leave it short. So no matter where your miss is, you have plenty of room to get over the trees. Yeah, but we're not here for we're we're here to fucking dominate. Oh, and, you did it, yeah. <laughs> Tyler. You got to admit. Can I finish? <laughs> we're here to fucking dominate. And do you remember earlier in the season? You're a Vikings fan, correct? I am. Unfortunately, remember when? Uh, do you remember when the Vikings walked off on the Giants with a 61 yard field goal? Yeah, right. Okay, so the Vikings beat the Giants. They go into the playoffs. Vikings got this one in the bag, right? Wrong. No, no one, not a they single person they, in Minnesota no. thought we had it in they, the bag. They, yeah, not, a chance. No. not a chance. They absolutely, the Giants had their way with the Vikings defense. Now, yeah, every team in the NFL did this year. That's absolutely what we're going to do to Jake and Noah's team, which is dumb. In the playoffs. They're, your team uh -huh. is, you should not be 3 0. You can admit that right <laughs> yeah, now. Merch guys are giggling in the, over there. That's funny. You should not be 3 0 right now. I agree with that. Well, he's not going to be after this week because he plays me and we're going to fucking expose you for the frauds that you are. You are the Minnesota Fraud Vikings, Vikings this year Fraud. and I'm the Philadelphia Eagles. So we're going to bury the shit out of you. <laughs> we're going to get a W this week. No problem. We play the worst team in the league. So oh, here comes your partner. Fuck chilling. you, Noah. Don't even think about get out of here, Ed Donatel. No, oh, no. We're winning this week, Noah. We're going to get a W this week. We play you guys next week, which mm -hmm. we're going to get another W. I doubt it. You're no longer going to be undefeated. And then we're going to roll into the playoffs um, with the highest. What, what would you call it? The highest seed seed because we're going off of strokes as well, like strokes under par. Yes. Yep. So that's like the tiebreaker. Mm -hmm. So we'll go in as the number one. We'll meet Jake in either the second or third round. Yeah. We'll have our way with you like the Giants did with the Vikings, and then we'll win the championship. It's already played through my head while I'm sleeping for the last, <laughs> let's see, we played last Friday, so the last four nights. See, the only problem is I have a 17-year-old prodigy on my team. He's not. Though. He had one bad week, and now he's fucking back. That kid is good. Also, I don't, it doesn't he's matter. He's not what, that good. It doesn't matter what we talk about anymore. He's good now. 
He shot like a 73 on the course we're playing this week. No, he did. Yes, he did. Toad's Prove it, dude. Hit the scorecards in the group chat. That's cor- That was a different course. Yeah, last week's course. He shot a 73. You just said the course we're playing this week. I misspoke, Ryan. That's why I corrected the you. The course this week is easier than last week's. Even better, because we'll probably go 13 under net. So he's going to go 12 under himself, and then I get to throw in a couple good ones here and there. We don't have to talk about anything oh, anymore. Remember my burn. worries about what I'm going to talk to a 17-year-old because we just talk about how good he's playing. Tyler gets carried confirmed on the podcast. I am I I am a backpack. Call yes, me Yoda. I am Yoda. I will hop on his back and ride it to the championship. Also a little collusion that the runner of the league is in first place. No, you guys could see my scores. I'm running this league legit. So why don't you guys have why don't you guys have the lowest net score then? It's in strokes. Because he, he got good last strokes. week. Yeah, he had Let's to get see. the kinks out, and he had he to learn got, how to putt on the simulator. He played one good round. Two. He played two good rounds. Two out of three. We yeah. beat you guys last week. I think as a as a person, which I know Jack just started golfing like a, a year or two ago. I think I know like if a person gets hot for two rounds, he's immediately a scratch golfer, especially yeah. after doing it for two mm-hmm. years. Yeah, he's good. Like he's on the golf team now. Two years in golf is like I mean, if you're not scratching two years, then you suck. Yeah, just wait till our score this week. We'll so. play tonight. Which, by the way, can we talk about his clubs for a quick second? He has the most egregious clubs for the, the how long he's been in golf. He's got like stealth driver, sim irons, and like yeah. <laughs> what? Trevor's losing his shit. He also After has a, two years? He also has a full send towel. Yeah, oh, that's, that's a sense. tough look. <laughs> Which is... Uh, pretty funny honestly we have golf because you know that's you know exactly what he's watching on youtube at night yeah but he is on a golf team with 25 percent of the double bogey show and he doesn't have a fucking breakfast ball towel on his back i know okay well golf league talk is done <laughs> uh we've concluded also, when you say something wrong and I call you out for it, you get really you you snap. You snapped at me for saying it wrong. Correct, because I knew you were gonna snap back at me. You guys have just been yelling this whole fucking episode. Yeah, it's your fucking fault for showing up late, Jake. <laughs> all right, all right. All right. What's our segment? I today, have a Ryan? good segment. We have a guest on. We're supposed to be good hosts. He's just been shaking his boots in this chair over here. <laughs> what do you He's mean? He's like, what the fuck am I getting into right now? <laughs> um What did you do wrong today, Trevor? Let's talk shit about you now. Uh, we already did. Okay, we're I done. We're, we're, we're moving on. All right. So when we talked about the nudist golf course a couple months back, um, <laughs> I thought that we had found one of the strangest golf courses in the entire world. Now, I may be wrong in saying that <laughs> because in some extensive research, we have found one of the strangest golf courses in the world. Prison View Golf Course in Angola, Louisiana. <laughs> Maybe the wildest golf course in all of the land. I let love, me let go. Oh, ahead. Oh, oh, oh. You know how we talked about how golf courses just name name their courses off Something of view. what's there? At hey, Prairie Wood. Oak view. There's Prairie and Wood here. Um Prison View. I wonder what's at Prison View. <laughs> uh it is a I'll tell you what's at Prison View right now. Cuz there's 75 yards of elevation on one of the tee boxes. With a gorgeous view overlooking the state penitentiary. <laughs> Where is this at again? Angola. Well, okay. It's on Google. It says Saint Saint Fran Saint Francisville, Louisiana. On this other website, it says Angola, Louisiana. It's, so in it's Louisiana, somewhere in Louisiana. Regardless. Now, um, T box number one is elevated seventy five yards, which is actually hot. That's a yeah. that's a high drop off. Um, in into the Tunica Hills, offering a spectacular view of Louisiana's only maximum security prison. <laughs> do, do you think guys are just like, like inmates are just sitting at the fence doing the golf clap when someone hits a good shot? Just no, they're probably chirping every single one on yeah. the tee box. But what if it's like way to like rehabilitate inmates is just watching good golf? It's probably not good golf there if they're going there. I mean, it's all. I it's, bet it's cheap tea times. I'm, I'm probably in. It's great entertainment for people who are going into the yard, I, I believe <laughs> they call it. Um, you know, if you're, you know, if you got a bum knee from playing hoops or uh, 
chest is sore from a max chest day the day before. <laughs> they only uh, do just, chest day in prison. And well, I know in prison breaks, some of them sit on those bleachers and that's where like all the shit goes down. Mm -hmm. um, bleacher seats. Yep. Kind of like essentially like a, a mini waste management. You got bleacher seats to T-Box number one um, of Prison View Golf Course. Now, let me. OK, I'm going to I'm going to lay this all out for you. And then we're going to talk about it. Okay. This is coming from golf.com. Uh, local rules rarely get more rigid than they do at this nine holer, which sits on the grounds of the Louisiana State Penitentiary, a facility known as the bloodiest prison in America. <laughs> what? <laughs> so it's not just maximum security. It's the most dangerous one in, in America. Bloodiest prison in America. Um, also, the guy who bit his opponent's nose off. Mm hmm should be sent to this yeah place. because like it's like the longest yard when you're recruiting people for the golf team I, they gotta have a golf team here i don't know i believe i want to say the core I, <laughs> no, this they, is all speculation at this point they gotta make longest yard for golf with this, yes this crew and that the longest yard is actually a better name for a golf yeah. prison team than a football team what would you call it out like the tips or something <laughs> The sharpest yeah. tips. Yeah, so yeah, I got a yeah. case of the shanks today. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just call it shanks. Mm -hmm. um, firearms are forbidden on the property, and so for that matter, are convicted, and so for that matter, are convicted felons. So well, no guns or convicted felons can golf prison view. Okay, well, you you'd assume that fire like I okay. don't think they're allowed on many courses. I mean, you got your permit to carry. I think you, no one's gonna ask questions. Yeah, except here. You know why they're going to ask here, Tyler? Because even law-abiding golfers are required to book their tee times at least 48 hours in advance, the better to undergo a background check. <laughs> so not only do you have to, like, get your boys in the group chat to agree to go play this course, you got to book it 48 hours in advance, which for me, probably for you, probably for Trevor, ain't happening much. I'm looking nope. 15 minutes before saying, hey, can we get a round in quick? So, wait, wait, do you think that this getting a background check has always been a rule or did some buddies show up to this golf course and try to stage a prison break it from the state pen? It had to have, uh, it's got to always been implemented. And do you, oh, okay. Well, it depends on what was built first, the course or the prison. Because imagine going to your, egg. imagine going to your donors being like, hey guys, I have this really good idea to start a golf course next to the bloodiest prison in America. I golf course had to be there first, right? Oh uh, yeah. I would I I would think the prison was there first. Especially well, if the who would ever build fuck, a course know. next to that? Unless but, it's but like unless it's the prison building it. Yeah. yeah, maybe it's for the prisoners to go golf around every once in a while. It's work but it, release. But yeah, yeah it's but work it, release. Yeah, you you are on work release at Sweet Shots, right? Yeah. <laughs> Technically. <laughs> yeah, I, I it doesn't confirm whether the whether the inmates are working there, whether they can even go there because it's probably not fenced in. Also, this course being fenced in may play well into shooting a good score. Yeah, bouncing off the fence keeps everything in bounds. Um, so yeah. I tell you what, if I'm hitting one over the fence into the prison yard, I'm just going home. <laughs> and the, you I'm know, there's, there's always the one... I don't want to bounce it off Bubba's forehead. There's always the one buddy in the group chat too that's going to be like, fuck boys, like... I haven't told you guys this, but back in 2010, I uh, I fucked up. I'm going to have to be out for this tea time. But oh. I, can't, I, I can't undergo a background check <laughs> because back in uh, 2010, I fucked up. I mean, Dewey, like, not a hefty one, but Dewey. I think, I don't, are you allowed? Like, I'm sure, maybe it's just violent crimes. I don't know. Yeah, what's the, I don't, like, I don't know. I, I don't know I, what I've been the, arrested for false identification. Could I golf there? I, I don't know. I don't know how that shows up on a background check. Um, on top of that, though, if you do, for that matter, pass the background check, all vehicles are searched upon arrival and play, <laughs> play may be suspended at any time due to inst institutional needs or at the warden's discretion. So, not only do you got to pass the bat, I mean, a lot of hoops to jump through here. Mm -hmm. Not Number one, you're not just showing up and hoping that you shoot a good score that day. You're, hope, you're, you're showing up and hoping there's nothing illegal in your car. <laughs> yeah. You're hoping that that background check just clears, goes through to give you the chance to drive up to then get your car searched. Now, in my mind, I get it. I mean, you know, fucking Bubba's buddy 
might have filled a golf ball full of meth. <laughs> <laughs> Bought himself a new driver from all the good drug money. Hit a ball into the state pen. Guy's got two grams of meth on him. <laughs> if somebody had a golf club in the bloodiest prison in America, they're not playing golf with it. No, not I'm, <laughs> not a golf club. The guy teeing off hit a ball filled oh, with okay, meth okay. <laughs> into the state pen. The golf club stays with the guy. He I just got, if he got a new driver. Uh, he actually bought the hammer driver, which can hit 500 yards. Mm -hmm. So if you hit it accurate enough with the hammer, you could just blast it through the wall, of the prison into their cell. <laughs> that is true. Also, if you hit one over the over the uh, the barbed wire, do you have to yell four? <laughs> That's a good question. What if, I mean, what if, if the yard's clear, probably not. Um, I don't know. I could, golf ball can be a dangerous weapon. Yeah. Do they yell four in the PGA when they like hit it into the crowd? Yeah. Yes, so I think someone is. else does yep. it. Well, they might do it. They they point. So because everyone has eyes on them when they're hitting, they uh -huh. point left or right. And if it's really bad, I think that I'm pretty sure they do yell for. OK, because if they just pointed and didn't say anything, it'd be hilarious. Like if I'm the spotter and I just point at you because it's about to hit you and you're just like, what? Why, why are you pointing? And you get fucking pegged with a ball. So, Trevor, tell me, would you golf here? Um, No. Because of the background check, you wouldn't pass. No, no I'd pass the background check. I'm actually, I, I'm convinced that, um, like all the inmates would be up on the fence watching Trevor as he walked by. Would you, they, like, would you get nervous? Right there. I, well, I don't think they couldn't see you because it's above them, so they'd be like, looking up. You know what I mean? But it's it's all chain. It's chain link barbed wire. So like, yeah, you'd be able to see I'd be scared. You. I would not go play that course. <laughs> There's no way you'd get me on that course. Why? It's it's maximum security. They're not getting out. Yeah, until one gets out. I would I would get because I'm assuming the green's got to be relatively close to the fence if you're teeing off towards the yeah. state pen. Um, Imagine I'd, if you just saw a guy just hauling ass <laughs> straight over from one favorite to the next. You're like, wow, that guy, uh, he must be late for his tea time. <laughs> be no, he's actually just escaping from prison. <laughs> I wouldn't say a word. I would just I wouldn't either. put my head down at my next shot and act like I didn't see shit. And but then but in that situation, does it become a uh, a ball picker type of deal where you're trying to hit the guy running across the fairway? Don't be a hero. Hit well, your shot. Even on the tee box, aren't you going to try to hit one into the courtyard? Oh, yeah. I feel like you I have mean, to try. Naturally, you have to try. <laughs> Just oh. once. But also, hey, they can shut play down whenever. Warden's discretion. They can shut play down whenever. It's going to be like at Sweet Shots when we get warnings for hitting it over the net. You get you get a two-strike system. You hit one over the fence in the state pen. They give you one more chance. If yep. you do it again, you're an inmate. Yep. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. If you hit one over the fence, it's play it where it lies. <laughs> yeah, they escort yeah. you through this. Yeah. Get, get the pat down yep. and everything. Not okay. Background check, vehicle search. Now you got to get patted down. Um, you have to b remove everything in your pocket. So, I mean, all you're allowed in is one club. <laughs> uh, I would be on the greens, make like a, a, 50 foot putt and just feel like a badass and throw my golf ball to one of the inmates like a fan at a PGA event. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sign, maybe sign a golf glove. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you go over there, you sign a bandana or something. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it gets, we're not done yet, Tyler. Um, oh it offers, offers a practice facility and a, a pro shop. Uh -huh. So imagine like you walk into this pro shop before your tea time. First step, you destroy the bathroom. And then you come out and you buy a prison view, like a nice snapback hat or a prison view, uh, a nice prison view polo. And it's like, uh, you know, everyone's got the patterned polos these days. Now it's just like, it's just like, um, <laughs> orange. Uh, it's just orange. It's, just, yeah, it's, just no, it's black and white stripes. Black and white like stripes. Yeah, old black and burglar. white stripes. Or it's, yeah, or it's an orange one with like a little number going across it, like yeah. inmate number. <laughs> right on the pocket. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, uh, Ryan, my question for you, do they, does this course understand what they are or are they like per, trying to like act like they're a really like classy, like destination course? Like it's an actual attract, attractment. It's an attraction attraction sure. because it's next to the prison. Uh, the first section I was reading off golf.com. This one I'm reading off of Louisiana feed your soul. <laughs> so it's a, it's, it's a tourist website that I'm reading this off of. Um, there, I, it would be phenomenal to be able to say, like, I played the prison view golf. I I escaped the prison view golf yeah. course. <laughs> Maybe there's t-shirts that say that. Like, I, I, I expect this clubhouse to look like a gift shop with, like, a bunch of gimmick t-shirts and sure. stuff. 
I mean, possibilities are endless with the merchandise. What's their logo look like if there isn't a chain link fence? I'm, I'm with not barbed sure. Wire? I, I I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep this I, up I for now. Find the logo. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll find the logo here. We'll throw it up on a clip. Uh, um, there's also go ahead. I did find out that this is this so. This golf course came after the prison. Jesus. Yep, naturally. I, I figured that. Yeah, so the prison was built, and then they built the golf course. The golf course is currently being upkept by the committee of keeping the golf course good at the prison, which I'm pretty sure is just code word for the inmates do all the grounds. Hell yeah. That's actually, I mean, it's a great work release. Dude, how many prisons are stealing the tees off the tee box and sneaking it back in. A thousand percent. I mean, the SOPs that this golf course have are, I'm sure, are very extensive. So, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm talking like laminated binders filled with SOPs well, like, about tees. Like, like guards are only allowed to pick tees. Um, I don't know. Some guy tries to shove a flag down his pants and up his shirt <laughs> so that he can have like a javelin style shank to bring back into yeah. prison. I mean, it's the bloodiest prison in America. Dude, you there's know a lot of dangerous some shit like this. There's a lot of dangerous tools used too in greenkeeping. This would actually make for a phenomenal movie. Like some guy gets locked up in a pen, has no hope for anything. He gets a rock axe and he slowly digs a hole from his cell wall into the sewer system. And then he escapes through the sewer system. Yes. And then they talk about how he was innocent, but he had to swim through a river of shit to get free. <laughs> yeah. And then you can call it like Shawshank's redemption. Something like that. Yeah. That's not what I was thinking. Okay. <laughs> what I was thinking was this guy, yes, he is escaping from prison. He's mm -hmm. got nothing going for him, right? Life in prison. Uh, well, maybe parole at 20 years. Uh, he is escaping prison. But he's actually just escaping to get 18 holes in. Uh, and then becomes, he comes back. Comes back an elite golfer, makes the tour and completely turns his life around. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like um fucking my golf partner. He was elite after one round. It's the same as this guy. He golfs 118, <sighs> 118 round and he's good to go. Uh okay. We got we got the golf course, we got the practice facility, we have the, the clubhouse, which I wonder if we can order merch online, because if we can, I'm going to. Um also Prison View Golf Course features a restaurant serving po' boys, fried seafood, hot dogs, cold drinks, and other assorted snacks. That actually sounds good. A nice po' boy. What is a po' boy? It's like a like a sunfish sandwich. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, it's like actually. a fish sandwich. Um, I don't know what kind of fish particularly if it changes, but Probably I've had some like a sunfish po' boy. Okay. Um, so yeah, you get done with eighteen. You hop over into the into the clubhouse, get yourself a nice orange polo, and then uh, you hit the restaurant. You hit you hit uh, number nineteen. Mm -hmm. Get yourself a nice pole boy, and uh, I don't know. Maybe if you're feeling generous, you could go have a good conversation with somebody who's found God inside the prison cells. If I work at that golf course, I have a deal going on with those inmates. I'm sneaking them shooters. You can't though. Background check. Yeah, car being searched. I'll pass the. I don't know I'm talking. If Stop I work play at, the at all discretion. Oh, if you're if I work, work at the course, like I'm a front desk guy, and if I'm like Trevor, I'm a customer yeah. service mm -hmm. guy. I <laughs> <laughs> I am sneaking the inmates. Guest relations. There. Like hey, I like I. There's like a signal, right? I got like a light, a certain amount of lights, and it says which hole I hid the booze on for them. I actually think so. They're uh, out there doing the greenscaping. They see seven lights. They're like, all right, hole seven, we got to pay attention to. That's where Tyler hid the booze. I actually think though, guest relations means something a little differently uh, at Prison View than it does. <laughs> than it does at uh, uh, it's just guest bit. services. <laughs> <laughs> guest services, yeah. The services at Prison View. Um, we'll maybe talk about that in a different segment. <laughs> but uh, I don't think that they line up exactly. So how how long does this um, background check thing take? 48 hours. 48 hours. Yes, yeah, so you got to schedule a tea time 48 hours in advance so the background check can go through. So like, do you just call ahead and be like, hey, my name's Ryan. Can you back check me? Well, you book a tea time. I'm sure you give them your social. Yep. Uh, I don't know. Probably your bank account. I don't, I don't fucking <laughs> call them. Ask them what the background. Yeah, we'll call them like. later. Okay. I just, I, I just, cause you know, I fuck. I may not get through the background check. You may not either. 
I mean, I'd false stuff identification. Will show up. I don't know if it's bad enough for me not to be able to golf though. False identity. I have no no felonies. I have misdemeanors. Trevor, you get through the background check. I only have one speeding ticket, so yes. Really? Yeah. How old are you? I'm 22. You've never even got a texting no while driving? Nope. Distracted driving? Not yet. That's a hundred bucks in North Dakota, by the way. So save yourself a hundred bucks. Don't text and drive. It's worse. I mean, Minnesota. it's not even about. It's, it's not even about. It's yeah. not saving money. It's it's about keeping other people and Start yourself safe. But yes, it's a hundred bucks for distracted driving. So you're making it through. Oh, 100 percent. Is your car making it through? Because I mean, you could just be like, you could just have not gotten in trouble yet. Yet. I actually have like a box of shotgun shells in my truck, so I would get booted off the course. Well, and odds are for us, we'd have to travel there. We wouldn't. We'd have a rental car. Um, but you know, dude, imagine that. Like from Ricky Bobby, he dad straps a bag of Colombian Bam Bam underneath his car. He has no idea. <laughs> you get your rental car, and there's just drugs in the wheel well. Yet, no idea about. Cops aren't going to believe that. No, no, they're not. I mean, hey, this is a, it's, it. Literally has California license plates. It's a rental from um, uh, what, what's the fucking green and black enterprise? Enterprise, yeah, it's just a rental from Enterprise. Enterprise is just a front for the cartel. What I wonder what this town what what the town of St. Francisville or Angola jury's out still it's got to be right next to each other yeah. it's got to be like bordering um water on 16 holes so 16 holes you're playing around water 37 bunkers um, free greens keeping that's imagine that board meeting I was telling you about earlier talking to donors and they are out right when they hear it's next to a prison they're immediately back in when they hear that it's free free labor from the prison. Oh, yeah, because, the, I mean, city golf courses do not make money. I learned that a couple weeks ago. Really? It's more so like, I don't know if it's tax, like for tax purposes or what mm-hmm. it is, but like it's the country clubs that make money. It's the private courses that make some money. The city owned golf courses usually do not make any money. That makes me sad. Those are my favorite courses. But I mean, there's still going to be an operation. Yeah. Because it's, uh, I don't know if it's taxpayer money that is, that's actually paying for the course or, or I'm how I'm sure they just works. call it a public service. Like most yeah. public services never make money, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah like share a yeah. budget with the park. Cause I know the parks department parks. here run mm-hmm. our public courses. Sure. But they're owned by the city. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. That makes me um, sad. I'm going to only golf public courses for the rest of my life now. Yeah. I mean, I'm a big public course guy. I'm I'll big, go to some private ones if I get invited. But. but but like private courses that act like public courses are also elites. Yeah. Yeah. They're chill. They're just chilling, Jake. So just chilling. Buck 25. Is the is the <laughs> is the jury in? <laughs> Who's golfing state penitentiary? I would 100% do it. I would too. If they let me golf it, I don't know. Trevor, if they would. you might need, I... you might need, because you're, you're kind of a, you're a, you're a littler guy. You're yeah, 22. Yeah. Um, I think you, you are like, you are what they go. would like to call fresh meat. <laughs> uh, <Yeah>. Pretty much. <laughs> so if you go, I'll go with you. Okay. Just to make sure you stay safe. Yeah. Well, it, that's smart. It's like a pack of gazelles. The yeah. slowest one gets eaten. So we're bringing you with. I'm not the slowest one, though. Yeah, we don't know yet. I'm we definitely kick, not the slowest we one. we slash the tires on your cart, you will be. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what the cart situation's like. It's a walk only. It has to be. Imagine Probably. if someone just gave her in the prison and just like hopped in a golf cart, uh, did the little spring the little spring deal underneath the, uh, underneath the seat <laughs> to like take off the governor or whatever. Yeah, and when you had go-karts when you were little, there was a spring that you would stretch out and it would make it go like 10 miles mm-hmm. an hour faster. You just see some guy in the backwoods of Louisiana just ripping a golf cart down the road. In he's an got he's, he's in all orange. It's like, oh, is this guy going hunting in the? Is he getting out to his stand early or what's going well, on? That's here? like that's part of the escape plan. You don't actually physically aid them. You just leave a golf cart next to where you know they're going to hop the fence. Great place to or great time to escape from prison during deer hunting season. You hop into up into a deer stand <laughs> with all orange on. No one's going to question you. That's a great place to hide out. I know. Everyone assumes you have a gun, so they're not going to come up to you. I mean, it's, it, I mean, it's going to block the wind, whether it's insulated or not. It's going to block the wind, so it's a warm spot to sleep. You got all orange, so you're acting like a deer hunter. Maybe somebody left a freaking space heater in there. Could, could be. Little could Mr. Be. Heat Buddy or whatever the hell it is. Uh, buddy Heater? Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. We are going to take... Uh, quick break. Um, I got to go bring my dog to the groomer quick. We'll get back here with number two. Um, uh, I'll, I'll get on scheduling that tea time though. 
Trevor, great addition. Perfect amount of talking. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, just beware because everyone who is we've brought on to this podcast, except Jake, we can't get rid of Jake. Um, not by choice, but we just can't. You haven't gotten fired yet. I have not. But it's only day one. So stay on your toes. We'll see how next week goes. And, uh, uh, yeah. I, I would like the listeners to give us their feedback on Trevor. If he doesn't have any positive comments, gone. Whoops. Gone. See you I later, tell All my friends go uh, hit me up. <laughs> uh, you should have done that already. Tell all your friends to, to subscribe. I will. I'll go tell everybody to subscribe. Yeah, straight down. Smash the like button. <laughs> yeah. Straight down to Angola. Yeah, we haven't done that in forever. <laughs> All right, guys. Taking a quick break. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen. Before we get into the next segment, we have to talk to you about Union Green. We have to. We get to talk to you about Union Green. We get. Uh, sorry. Rephrase. Restructure that, my brain. We get to talk to you about Union Green. Um, right. What did we just talk about that we love? Golf balls. Public courses. Public courses. <laughs> yes. We love public courses. So does Union Green. I think that's their motto. Play local. Golf social. Yeah. So play your local courses. Give them some support. They don't make money. Help them make money. Go play local courses. And when you do it, play with the Union Green ball. It's, it is a solid ball that is cheap. That is the perfect ball for golfers like us. Here's what I'm telling you right now. A dozen... T-Birds or pin drops, you get to pick your ball, is $20. Now, I know a majority of you have a 20 in your wallet right now. You mm-hmm. can get a dozen golf balls with that. You can probably, you know, they'll probably be around for like a round and a half, two rounds maybe. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. You're going to lose them right away anyways, just like we do. Mm-hmm. But the beauty of it is you can basically get two dozen balls for the price of one dozen. like Of any other, of of any the big other brand. Yeah, like Correct. Uh, and the best part is it's cheaper than 20 bucks now because they gave us a promo promo code. So if you bought it last week, sorry, buy it again this week because now we have a promo code. It's double bogey 20, 20% off already cheap balls. Well, I wouldn't expect you to have the dozen balls with you still if you bought them last week. They should be in the woods somewhere. Hopefully, unless it's the winter and like you're just natural habitat. Like, like you're like us, there's snow outside and you're just itching. So you're buying balls just to like have some golf stuff to talk about. Yeah, just to like, just to yeah feed the itch it's mm-hmm. like i'm just gonna start buying shit so when i can use it i can use it well like one of the main reasons i don't buy balls right is because like balls are too expensive i was just gonna and i'm gonna lose them anyways but it's so nice to like if i want to buy a ball and have a nice ball it doesn't cost me a billion dollars it's also not a box of top flights for 20 bucks correct because i'll tell you one thing i'm staying away from those the one thing i'm not staying away from though union green balls the t-birds the pin drops guys balls hit great um, they're not going to fluff up the marketing maximum velocity with all this new golf technology coming out. This ball is going to allow you to hit 500 yards into the prison view state golf course in the bloodiest prison in America. It's not like that. I think we should play prison view. I'll donate a couple T birds to them. They got should- cool boxes too. I mean, that's sweet. Uh. So guys go check out union green um, on top of the golf balls. Get yourself a poor caddy. Um, if you're not having birdie juice on the course, you need to start now. The poor caddy is a great addition to the bag. Uh, fits in the cup holder as well. Oh. So check out the poor caddy. It is elite along with the golf balls. Double bogey 20, 20% off. One word. So they're cheaper than 20 bucks. They are 16. $16. Are you kidding me? That's pretty good. Go check them out. Union green. We're back. Dog, Trevor, dog's Tre- at the groomer. Getting a, getting a bath. Getting a quick bath. Trevor couldn't be more of a professional golf guy, which we couldn't be. We do like Less professional of. golf, but we don't like talking about professional golf. However, you did talk us into this one segment. Coming in hot day We're, one yeah. with the segment idea. Go ahead, by Trevor. Way. So uh, I saw online that John Rahman right now is a plus 10 handicap. So the question is, how many people would you need in a scramble to beat him? And how many strokes would you need? Uh, let me clarify first for our listener base, because uh, us, we don't know how handicap works. Plus 10 <laughs> means yeah. that he's so good. He's usually 10 strokes under par. Is that true? I mean, is that? Yeah, that's what it means. Okay. Because yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. we've we've. Yes, we've pegged our handicap system as this is correct. And it's right. Not. So like if I'm an 18 handicap, that means I'm 18 over. He's 10 strokes under. 
He is a full 36 strokes ahead of me in terms of handicap. <laughs> yeah. In one round. That's a nine. Yeah. Dude. I mean, that's not a nine for him, but it's a nine for normal people. So how many people would it take for us to beat him? Like if yeah. we scrat a scramble, like the a four scramble. of us absolutely could not do it. Well, I've never won a scramble to begin with. And that's four people. Mm -hmm. So I need more than four. The right. people I'm going up against, he would also beat them. Like the people winning the scrambles I'm in, he would also beat them. So I would need more than four guys to level the playing field. Mm. Right away, I'm saying six guys. Okay. And here's why. Because in a four, in a in a traditional four man scramble, typically everyone has one part of the game that is on. One mm -hmm. guy's hitting good tee shots. One guy's hitting good long irons. One guy's hitting good short irons, and one guy is is putting well. In a perfect world. In a perfect perfect world. In a normal world, uh, for some reason, everybody's on with the same shot and off on all the others. <laughs> and Correct. Just yeah, and that is dog shit. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if you had another two people in, I like. Let's just hope that they're snipers on the green mm -hmm. or they're snipers from 100 yards and in, because I think that is going to be the determining factor when it comes to beating someone of that caliber. Mm -hmm. Now, on the other end of the spectrum, am I saying this right, that we're playing, let's just say we're playing whites and he's playing tips? Or how does that work, Trevor? No, you got to play the same TC it, he does. We play it straight up. Yeah. It's a normal round. But bring up your point again. Like We have to think about the one time we shot 1,300 in a scramble, correct? Yep. That course, though? Is, is baby he's shit. Probably a eight plus eighteen handicap. On yeah, that if course. he'd play the courses here in town, he would. I don't even know what he'd shoot. He'd probably shoot twenty under, at like, least. So yeah, he's he's ten under through on one average. round. Not through one round. That's you got. He'd probably shoot twenty five, thirty under through like two, probably three rounds. Dude, the course, rounds. the meadows. He would drive the green on every <laughs> single par four. <laughs> <laughs> We would okay. it, like, even with six guys, we're not getting to the green if we're lucky in two. And he's not going to three putt. He's we're getting to the putt. green in two. I'm saying that's we're getting. He's going to drive every green on par fours, every single one. That's why you have six guys. I know, but I you, just don't you, know if it's enough. Well, I, there's also a recruiting process behind this, right? You were recruiting a massive stick off the tee, mm -hmm. and I think it then starts to level it a little bit. Because distance-wise, off the tee, like every shot that isn't on the tee box, like the distance is equal. Because I, I can hit a 180-yard mm -hmm. shot just like John Rom can hit a 180-yard no, shot. No, you can't. No. I mean, I, I'm saying distance-wise. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. You, what you have to do is recruit a big stick off the tee so that you can somewhat get back up to his level of like a 330, 340 drive. If you're going to recruit someone who's, who's hitting 300 off the tee, it's a little bit better chances. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, if we can recruit the right people, I mean, we could beat them with... Four, I'm not, I, I don't you know, know why you're saying we, because I'm not recruiting you. <laughs> well, I was on the team when your best scramble ever, was I not? No, no, no. The one we get second. That Thumper Pond, Otter Tail. Mm, okay. Well, we were 13 under when I played with you too, so... Yeah, that was a fun round, Tyler. Mm -hmm. So how many guys you got? Uh, if, it's, if I have to pick for my friend group, at least six. At least six. If I'm like allowed to just go recruit, like random people that I know are good golfers four. we could beat it with four. If I can find four, five or better handicaps, they win. I mean, I'm, I'm recruiting Lucas. hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Number one pick. He counts as a friend. And if, I mean, if you get Lucas is what uh plus one plus two, he's around there. Yeah. He's right around scratch. That's still nine strokes. Yeah, worse. That's insane. But then you also have three more shots on top of his. Yeah. Yeah. I, so let's say if okay, okay. To put it in perspective, Lucas was six under at Holly. Mm -hmm. He is how many strokes worse than John Rom? What do you see? Eight. I mean, plus in, two versus plus ten, so he's eight strokes. So John, yeah. let's just say John Rom shooting fourteen under at Holly. But that's the difference between John Rom and Lucas. Lucas is playing Hollies. John Rom is playing Beth Page Black. No, I get that. Lucas is playing some tough courses, though. I understand, but that was at Holly. Yeah, that, that was literally at Holly. John Rum shoots fifteen under at Holly. I mean, I Easy. said I said fourteen under. Which, oh, I don't remember what you said. That was <laughs> Jesus fuck. But like, it's, it's more. It might be more than that, dude. It's another situation where it's like almost every par four he drives the green. <laughs> he is not three putting ever. I think that's what's going to set it aside is the putting because he knows how to read putts. 
he knows how to hit his line where most of us we try to pick a line and try to hit the putt but it doesn't always go that way also flip side to this the greens that we play on are like are like PGA fairways essentially <laughs> you know which so, could be an advantage which actually you know how to play shit like it. that yeah which we are very accustomed to we know how to play a long green you know also he might not know John Rom doesn't know how to use a foot wedge correctly. We do. Very true. <laughs> it's a scramble. We get a club's length away from the ball. So does he. No, he doesn't. Yeah. He's one ball. But yeah. he's scrambling with yeah. himself. Yeah, so he can't drop on his second shot because there's no second shot. That is true. That is true. He's got to play it where it lies. Only one of our guys has to play it where it lies. It's the guy that hit the shot. If you guys are on my team, I need at least 14 players. <laughs> Hey, I basically right. need everyone whoa, in this whoa, office. Whoa. No, we can. No. <laughs> I don't think we could. Uh, maybe if With we 14 guys. No. The, the, yeah. If they're from this office, no. 14 guys, Tyler. Like there's really no point to even get that high. We would need six people in this. Because then and four, I still don't think we win. Let's just say, OK, you 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 hit the best shot. You get the best shot of a scramble. The next shot after that, like from the same spot, is about let's just say three to four inches over. But you get a club length. You can move over. Times fourteen. That's forty-two inches. That's about a driver's length. No, you don't have to move it inches away. You you get a driver's length. Yeah. Are you just? Is that your own rule? Or no, that is the it, rule it, of scramble. You just can't One improve the lie. You can't go from rough to fairway. You can move it any way you want, except towards the hole. Or into a better lie. Jake, is that true? Yeah. Yes. We've done this segment on this podcast. I mean, granted, the majority of us, even in a scramble, we're just going to take the ball and throw it up kind of next to wherever the ball lands. Right. right? We're right. not like strictly abiding to that. But if you're going to play John Rom in a scramble, you might as well play this. And that driver length gives me the lane through the trees. I'm taking that driver so, length. Yeah. So, so how about on the greens? If you don't improve your lie, can you get a different? It's a putter head. Where did you find these rules at? Have you not ever played that? Right, we talked about this. It's on the internet. And most scrambles will post their rules, too. Sure. No, I, you guys, I'm genuinely just asking where the rules are coming from. I've never played putterhead. Yeah, it's a putterhead. You can't move it towards the hole. Correct, but you can, if you have 14 guys, you can putterhead that bitch 14 times no, to get a different the initial read. shot, right? Yeah. It's not, it's not like, you okay, so you get one spot. You don't. From okay. the original spot. Gotcha. Yeah. Yep. Gotcha. Um, and then too, with, with putting, you don't want to move it because you want the same spot every time so you can figure out the read. Like moving it. Good, great point. Moving great it point. four inches left or right isn't going to help you. It's going to hurt you. Great point. Yep. Because, uh, of course, first guy is the read guy. Mm -hmm. And that's why you read. like you stick the T down so yep. you're close. Yep. Makes sense. Okay, Trevor, what do you got? How many guys? John, Rom, Scramble. Um, In my friend group, I think we'll probably need, if I take Lucas, if that's illegal or if that's legal. Are you sure you guys are friends? I think so. <laughs> yeah, okay. I hope so. Um, I take probably, probably five or six of us, I think. And I think we could maybe beat them. Okay, let's just, let's name a course right now. We'll go Meadows. We'll go to the Meadows because oh, we, the were, meadow, okay, let's we were throw 13 some trees under there. In there. We can't add stuff to the course. We can pick a different course of trees, though, is what I'm saying. Maplewood. Okay. First hole, he drives the green. 1,000%. <laughs> Easy, with his fucking four iron. Second hole, yep. he he's a, probably 20 yards out from the it, second Yeah, hole. he drives the green in hole one, one putts for eagle. Next hole, <laughs> hole two, the dog leg right. He cuts the trees. He is, at worst... Three yards off the green. Yeah. On and in for birdie. Yep. Hole three, that little dinky par, par three. three over water. He sticks it about three feet from the pin. Another birdie. Through three holes. John Rahm is four under. Okay. Isn't it wild? Okay, <laughs> Tyler. Isn't it wild that like guys can forget like their wives' birthdays or anniversaries, but we can literally, I can bring you through yeah. every single hole on an 18-hole course that I've played. Yeah, we all, we just, I just did that audio visual. No one listening knew, but all three of us yes. pictured it exactly in our head, and we knew, you guys knew exactly what I was talking you about. Can you can roadmap an entire, I, I think, how many times does it take you uh, to play a course where you know exactly what hole is which? Uh, about three. 
three to four. Like just sitting here, you can literally roadmap it mm -hmm. in your mind straight down each fairway, what the greens look like. Why can't we have that? Why can't we have that type of converse like uh, concentration when we're Dude, on the actual course? I, why can't I have that concentration in real life? Becca asked me to bring the garbage to the road when I left the house to come here this morning. I made it a block down the street before I had to turn around and go put the garbage back out on the road because I forgot. Or like if if we're out of like a condiment in the fridge, I should damn well know where the condiments are at in the cupboard, like <laughs> yeah. the backups by now. But I mm -hmm. don't. I'm like, hey, do we you know we got any extra barbecue sauce? It's in the same cupboard as the ketchup, the mustard, the ranch, the Chick-fil-A <laughs> sauce, every backup condiment we have. But if you ask me, all right, can you just walk me through the entire 18 holes at Maplewood or at Thumper Pond or at the Meadows? I could do it right now. No problem. Easy. It doesn't make any sense. And I think it takes three or four rounds because the first round, first round, you immediately remember the highlight holes, like the the holes that yep. something cool happened on or maybe has a cool feature. Yep. Second time, you maybe remember the front nine. Third time, it's all starting to make sense. And fourth time, you've got the whole course down, locked in your head forever. I haven't played Maplewood for six months and I still remember every fucking hole. That is a wild. That is wild to think about. Yeah, like the scramble I played with with my buddies. I played there one time two years ago, and I remembered holes from that course and like how yep. we should play them and how we did last time we played in that scramble. It's stupid. But yet you can't play eighteen holes and like have full concentration the entire time. No. Like I. Do you think knowing a course more hurts you? No, because it, you like you think you know how you should play it, but may not be the right way. Well, I think it, once you get better than we are, absolutely not. Because if you know how to play it and you can actually execute and play it, we just lost our back. <laughs> the there simulator just crashed. Oh my god! Um, so like, if I if I go to a course and I know how I'm supposed to play it, and I actually have the skills to do exactly what I know I'm supposed to do, then knowing the course matters. But like when you're my level. And I know exactly what I should do at this course, but I don't have the skills to pull that off for yeah, sure. Yeah. Then it doesn't matter. That's why I think I feel like the the PGA Tour guys have like their advantages. They get practice. And uh, okay, I call it an advantage, but they're they're really fucking good. Mm -hmm. Let's not skate by that fact. They get practice rounds and they play. I mean, a lot of these tournaments are at the same courses every year. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's also they have a caddy, correct, that knows the course like the back of their hand. They have a notebook with like the most intense details that might not even matter because they don't end up where the caddy has notes for. Okay, so uh, I'm going to give you a hypothetical here. I'm going to give both of you a hypothetical. If you were able to prepare like a professional on one course, you got two, let's just say two practice rounds and a caddy, how many strokes better do you think you'd play mm. than if you just went out and played by yourself or with your buddies? Is this the middle of the golf season or like right now? Like am I middle like, of the golf season. Okay. Prime time shape. I'd say probably four strokes or five strokes. I was gonna say five. I and specifically for one reason and one reason only. The reading of the putts. My caddy will give me the perfect line every time. Yeah, so the yeah. If even if you have a thirty foot putt odds are you should be able to put it within five feet. I, it still comes down to me to hit mm -hmm. it the right speed. Correct. Yep. But at least I know my line is going to be goddamn close. Yep. yep. Um, have you ever played with a caddy? I have never. Have you, Tyler? No, you have once. With you. Yeah, I was your yeah. caddy. I would like to, I'd like to bite the bullet and pay the extra, whatever, 100, 200 bucks just to get a caddy. Uh, I like played a, with caddy girls, but it was my caddy's first time ever caddying, so I basically <laughs> had to help teach her how to caddy. <laughs> I'm saying like like someone who works at the course no. every single day is working on tips, is clean, doing all that type of shit. No, never. Do you know what another shitty feeling is of like going to play a nice course? I don't have cash in my wallet a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm assuming you don't either. Not not often. I for some reason do. I got like twenty bucks in my wallet. That's it. Okay, that's, that's all you I have mean, to your name, right? Yeah. That that's not, not pretty much. At least you have cash in your wallet. Yeah, a little bit. When you roll up uh, after a round is finished and they immediately start cleaning your clubs, I'm like, son of a bitch, who's got cash for me to tip these guys? Well, I remember the first time I ever went to a course that had that. I'm like, well, what the fuck are you doing with my clubs? 
<laughs> he's still in my clothes. He's like, hey, 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 what are you doing, man? <laughs> it's like a happy Gilmore moment. Yeah, it's like, oh, like, where, where are you going to bring those? He's like, I'm just going to set them right here, dude. Uh, we don't know any better. Yeah, I was like, I'm used to playing the local courses. And then all of a sudden, this guy, he's, he's wiping down my clubs. He takes my bag off the cart. I'm like, what is happening? And so the tipping thing didn't even cross my mind. And then I saw Miles tip the guy. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. And there's no like respectable way to say, hey, no, I don't want my clubs clean. Because that guy immediately knows that you don't have any cash yeah. in your wallet. It's the same yeah. thing as a hotel. Like when someone tries to take your bags, I'm like, Hey, like I'm from the Midwest, man. I, I like I I can help out. I can carry mm -hmm. my own bags. I can do all this. I feel bad making other people do shit like that, even though that like that's their job. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I don't a, know. That's just me. No, I'm with you. I it's the worst in all cases when you're supposed to tip someone. Valet. Like when we go to Nashville, like there's no parking anywhere, so you have to valet unless you want to walk a half a fucking mile to get to your hotel. And, and that's understandable. Tip in the valet. Yeah, but I don't remember to have cash ever. I never do either. Why Why aren't they not working on Venmo? Yeah, why don't they got the little square for Venmo? Going. Yeah, give me a yeah. QR code at the club cleaning station so I can just Venmo Yeah, at that you little stand five. where the, yeah. the, is it the marshal or is it a different one? The guy that just keeps book and tells you. Yeah, he's kind of just, he's like the tea time organizer, whatever. Yeah, because he's not out on the course, but he's just like letting people go. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, odds are if they have a QR code for Venmo at the club cleaning station, People aren't just going to Venmo three bucks over. Mm -hmm. They might do like five or ten. It's, I think it's a great way to make more money as these club yeah. players. Or there should be an option to just be able to tip those guys when you pay for your round. That's the easiest way to go about it. Yeah, it's like a, it's like you you're at like a, a coffee shop and you get the recommended tip amount. Yep, you're just able to click one for the club guy, so you don't have to remember after. Are you guys tipping like every place you eat at now, whether it's Subway or wherever? They're asking for tips when you swipe the card. Mm -hmm. Are you tipping? Middle. Middle button every time. But they're not... Depends on the place. Well, yeah. This, Tyler, I, I think... Now, Subway guy still made my sandwich. But did you used to tip five years ago when they didn't ask? No. So why there are you doing no it now? Jar. When did they start that, the Subway one? It's just been within the last couple of years, I feel like. Every place is now asking for tips, which... I, like, I get it. Some people, like, live off tips. I've worked for tips mm -hmm. before. I get the game. But, like, if I'm not being served, like, if someone isn't, like, going back and forth to get me what I need, mm -hmm. I'm not putting a tip on. And that well, could when be, someone like, serves you, someone's still cooking your food, and they get the tips as well. It's, at Subway, someone's making the sandwich for you. And, most and they have to follow your directions. Most restaurants and chefs and all the cooks and stuff like that don't get any of the server's tips. They get Thank tipped you, out. Yeah, they do. No, not for the most part. At least at all the places I've worked, Thank we've you, never tipped out the cooks or anything no. like that. They, That's what they get fucked paid up. Out. Yeah, because they're getting paid a, a higher hourly wage. Hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Everywhere I've worked, you, the chefs get tipped out. Oh, that's weird. They don't get the I same. Mean, they were making Are you tipping, more. Jake? Are you tipping 15% at Subway? No, dude. Like, I'm not I'll, either. I'll maybe, like, if the service was great and they gave me a good smile. But it's I'll not service. That's a thing. 10 thing. Yes, I mean. This poor kid is making minimum wage dealing with your guys' bullshit and you can't throw him a dollar eight. That's what I'm asking. Did you tip five years ago? And if they I weren't asking have, for I would have. Well, what no. if there's a tip jar? You're not throwing. You don't there have There was a tip jar. If there was tip jars, I would throw my change in it every fucking time. But the alternate side, though, Tyler, is that your server or your bartender is making lower hourly and it's expected. However, the dude at Subway is still making, making $14 minimum an minimum wage. No. Yeah, dude, but I was making no. less than minimum wage as whatever. A but you can get a job was. at McDonald's for 16 bucks an hour. Plus, they'll put like two G's to your college education. Yeah, I'm still giving them 15%. Unreal. It's not going to hurt them. And it's not going to hurt me. I can, I can spare the dollar eight. Are you okay? Are you donating to the children's hospital? Every time I'll round up. Every single time. It's an 85 cents. Good on you. That was going to. Good on you. That was going to end up in your cup holder in your truck for the rest of your fucking life. You ever had a full change our job though and brought that shit to the bank? In college, all the time. That was sick. Yes. But <laughs> that was sick. <laughs> it, at this point in our lives, the 85 cents is not going to kill you. Let some kid that's sick have it. Trevor, are you getting tipped at guest services for help, helping people out? Tipped once. I had to do gift cards during like the Christmas time, and it was like, I think 
she bought like six or seven hundred dollars worth of gift cards. Jesus. And she asked me, she goes, if I ever tip this, is it going to you? And I was like, yeah. So she gave me 20 bucks. Hell yeah. So that was like one of the only times. And I got you're not tipped. and you're and you're making a little more than minimum wage. You're making more than minimum wage. I'm making more than minimum wage. And that's correct. why they're not. That's why you're not getting tipped out. Correct. On a consistent basis. Yep. We do not, I do not work for tips, but if I get one, I will claim it. And yes. you feel it feels great to get it. Oh, tip. it felt really oh, good. Weird. I was so hyped. Yeah, it just made made his fucking day. Yeah, t- a $20 tip. Yeah, which is 15% of the entire, less than 15% of the entire purchase. Yeah, but I didn't do but anything. It, I just went there and slid yeah, card. <laughs> that was it. it felt good. <laughs> <laughs> it felt nice. All right, we got to end this podcast Lady right made now. His day. I'm going to Subway and I'm draining my fucking <laughs> bank account. I'm doing other. I'm not, I'm not even clicking a percent. I'm clicking other, and I'm putting ten thousand dollars in that guy's fucking pocket. Hey, make sure you put it on TikTok though, so you can get club yeah, yeah, for your yeah. money and then oh, make yeah. it tax deductible. Okay, deal, deal. All right. Um, well, we will agree to disagree, Tyler. Today was a great episode. I mean, I'm gonna go call. The clubhouse at the state pen. Well, we'll record it. Maybe we'll insert it into the podcast. And uh, that was a good one. L.A. Louisiana. It's L.A. for short for Louisiana. That's so confusing. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks for listening in to episode 121 of the Double Bogey Show. We'll be back next week. Trevor will also be back. As far as we know, I mean, fuck, he could be fired in the next seven days, so we don't know. That's true. If he doesn't get a single good comment, he's gone. So, Guys, please help me out. I need another job. <laughs> tell your friends about <laughs> it, Trev. We'll I see will. you guys next week. Love you. Love you. Trevor, tell me that you love them. I love you guys. Because we mean it. You will eventually, too. When if they, I'm not when the, fired. When the comments start rolling in about, like, we fuck. Well, up. he'll say it next week if someone comments something nice. If I'm, okay, here, if, true, if I'm yeah. here next week, I'll say it. It's, it's got to be genuine, yeah. too. We don't just say it for fun. I have to be here next week for me to say it. <sighs> Love you guys. They piped that the wrong way. I'll call the clubhouse. We'll book another 18 for tomorrow. Okay, they cheated on that. They fucked their balls. Yeah, no better time for the breakfast ball than now. <laughs>